Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to Season 3 of the Coaching Minds Podcast. Zeke is still on quarantine, but uh, is starting to feel a whole lot better. So I know he appreciates thoughts and prayers sent his way. And if all goes well, he should be back with us next week. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of positivity. And we hear all the time that it's, you know, it's important to stay positive. But how much of that is like touchy-feely, let's all feel good stuff, and how much of that is, hey, here's what science can show us, and here's how we can use this to perform at a higher level. This season is sponsored by ProX. ProX is the premier multi-sport training destination in the Midwest that hosts sports performance, sports rehab, and physical therapy, as well as sports-specific instruction programming for baseball, softball, football, golf, and more. ProX puts everything an athlete needs under one roof, just like the pros. The focus at ProX is maximizing the development and potential of every athlete in all areas while keeping health at the forefront. For more information, check out ProXAthlete.com. Welcome to the Coaching Minds Podcast, helping you overcome obstacles so you can reach and achieve more. Here are your hosts, Ben and Zeke. So we've talked about in the past that uh, Russia started doing research on sports performance as early as the 1960s. And different studies that have been done, we know that positive expectations will lead to positive results and that negative expectations lead to decreased results. There have been studies done shooting free throws, throwing darts, lifting weights, running certain distances. And when people were primed or basically there were positive thoughts put in their mind like, hey, you can do this. Hey, you're pretty good at this. Things like that. They always performed better than when they were primed with negative thoughts. And again, here we're talking about measurable performance things like making a basket or missing a basket. You either lifted the weight or you didn't. You you ran in this amount of time or that amount of time. And so one of the things that we want to make sure we have a plan for, whether it's you listening, you're an athlete and you want to make sure that you have a plan or it's you're a coach and you want to make sure that the the guys and gals on your team have a plan. We want to be intentional about when there is a bad event. So baseball, maybe it's a strikeout and golf, maybe it's you slice into the woods or, you know, what whatever that's going to be for your sport. What's the what's the bad event that gets your mind to kind of start swirling around? You know, maybe it's a maybe it's a quarterback that throws an interception and all of a sudden he's thinking, ah, oh, not this again. That, that was so stupid. What that was was that the wrong read? Well, I know coach is gonna be mad. Gosh, I let my teammates down. What what did I do wrong? All right, d- don't make eye contact, just look down at the ground. Oh, if if we lose, this is gonna be my fault. I can't believe I did this again. I I don't know if I can do this. What what am I gonna do if it happens again? And before you know it, these thoughts are just swirling around in your mind, your heart rate's elevated, your muscles start tensing up, and we're just not in a good place to perform at a high level. And so we also know from brain scans that it's impossible to say, hey, just don't worry about it, or hey, just don't think about it. That's not a thing. Our, our brains can't do that. But we do know that your brain can only focus on one thing at any given time. If we choose what we focus on, then we take back control. And so really there, there's two options when it comes to when it comes to negative performance. And so we want to give our athletes two tools. One is replace and the other is rephrase. So we'll we'll start with rephrase. So let's say situation, you've got 6 a.m. workouts, your alarm goes off at 5.15. That, that first negative thought, what is it that pops up? Maybe it's, gosh, I don't want to get up. How then can we put a positive spin on that? Hey, this is a, this is a good opportunity to outwork my opponent. And then what's like a, what, how can we rephrase the situation? Maybe it's time to grind. 
So when that alarm goes off in the morning, I'm going to say, time to grind. Or maybe it's I leave a chip shot short and I find myself in the sand and, you know, negative thought is, oh, no, not this again. But a, a positive spin, What? how can we possibly rephrase this or how can we kind of turn this around and find some good in this seemingly negative situation? You know, th- this is a great opportunity to show how mentally tough I am to the other people that I'm playing with. So I'm going to say, hey, be confident in my game, refocus on this shot. And so I just know when I go in the sand, I'm going to say, get ready to be amazed. And that's going to remind me this is how I'm going to approach this situation. I'm not going to get caught up in what has happened, not going to get caught up in what could happen or what this might do to my final score. I'm going to stay positive. I'm going to stay focused and I'm going to take care of this shot. And I'm going to put everything I can into it. I want to be clear. This is not about accepting mediocrity. This is not just, well, I missed a basket. Not really that big of a deal. It's, well, I missed the basket. I need to do everything in my power to stay positive so that I can keep performing at a high level because my team needs me right now. And if there's things that are wrong, perfect. We'll fix them later. We'll take care of it during practice. But right now, feeling sorry for myself isn't going to help anybody. And the other one is replace. And so, you know, there's sometimes where, you know, a golfer that really struggles with short putts or a quarterback that really struggles with after they throw an interception, it's easy to kind of help them rephrase, hey, when this happens... Here's your negative thought. Here's the positive spin we're going to put on it. And then here's what you're going to say or how we're going to rephrase it so that you can stay positive. But sometimes stuff just hits the fan and it's impossible to plan out every single possible scenario and say another thing that we want to have in our back pocket is a go-to statement. And this is, this is what we can do to replace that thought in our head. Instead of just letting those thoughts swirl and swirl and swirl, we're going to replace that thought with, here's why I'm great. And here's what I'm going to achieve. And so part one of that, why are you great? What, what's a strength that you have in your sport? What are you most proud of? Or what sets you apart? Or what stands out about you? Maybe it's the time you put in. Maybe it's how hard you work. Maybe it's how talented you are. Maybe it's your experience or your confidence or your grit. You're just never going to stop. And so we'll have athletes write that down. And then a second one, what do you, what are you going to accomplish? Maybe some like ultimate goal that's out in front of you that you're striving for. And we're going to phrase it as a powerful statement that you are doing, not something that you will do. So like, I am the best running back in the nation, not I will be the best running back in the nation. And you may not be there yet. And that's totally fine. But we're going to phrase it powerfully as if you are. The example from my own life when I use this we were going up a team that was that that traditionally our school had not beaten very often and this was my second year as the offensive coordinator and i was in the middle of getting my master's degree and i was in a sports psychology class and i was reading i was reading a textbook about how to use this statement and so i i wrote up my list of well i'm why am i good coach uh I put in a lot of time. Uh, I, I put in a lot of work. I watch a lot of film. I, I mean, that was it. And so what, what am I going to achieve? I said, I'm the best football coach in the state of Indiana. And as I was writing it down, that little voice in the back of my mind was like, no, you're not. And so the, the book said, say it 50 times a day. And I was like, that seems like a little bit overkill, but I mean, I was in a bad spot. I was not feeling confident. I did not have positive thoughts rolling around in my mind. So I said, I put in the time, I put in the work. I'm the best coach in the state of Indiana. I put in the time, I put in the work. I'm the best coach in the state of Indiana. 
And by the end of that day, it was kind of like, yeah, all right, we'll see if this works. By the time Wednesday rolled around, it was like, you know, I do put in a lot of time. I, I do put in a lot of work. And by the time Friday rolled around, it was like, forget those guys. Let's go take care of business. And so just having something that you can go to whenever things are tough, whenever things get difficult, whenever you start to get negative or you start to doubt yourself, having that positive thought that you can say, or you can repeat, or I can, I will, or I got this next shot. Just having a plan and being intentional about it ahead of time can help you out. And the more you use it, the more you say it, the better off you're going to be. So if, if you're just hoping that maybe once competition rolls around or a negative situation rolls around that you're just going to pull this out and be positive all of a sudden and it's going to be wonderful and magical, that, that's just not how it works. But if you commit to it, you say it, you put it on your phone and you write it on your mirror and you have it on your car dashboard and it's just all around you all the time and you're thinking it and you're saying it and you're believing it, then that little doubt in the back of your mind starts to say, you know what? We, we do. We do put in a lot of work. We do deserve to be confident. We got this. Let's go. And so that that's kind of the first part of this. During performance, we know that obviously staying positive is important. That when we start to get negative, we start to get down on ourselves. We start to doubt. We start to have bad body language. That, that That's not going to help us perform at a high level. But there's another piece to this also. And that's when we're setting goals. And I, I've talked about it before, but listen to Dr. Stephen Curtis, who is a neuropsychologist down in Bloomington, Indiana at IU. And they were talking about all the different brain scan and brain imaging things that they've been able to do. And he was talking specifically about setting meaningful, life-changing goals. And he, and he kind of started off just explaining why we know what we know about setting these goals and about trying to achieve great things. And he started off with the, the lateral prefrontal cortex. And he said, it evaluates everyday behavioral options with input from emotions first and cognitions second. The whole design of this part of the brain is it, it's meant to run on habit. It's meant to help us do things the easy way. It wants to do things that are safe. It wants to do things that are not harmful, but that's not where great performance comes from. That's not where great achievement comes from. If I'm saying I've got this off season in front of me and I'm going to try to reach this goal that I have for myself, whether that's physically or mentally or technique wise on the field, I have parts of my brain that are literally going to be working against that because it's uncomfortable to change. It's uncomfortable to grow. The first time you lift weights is not like, wow, this is a really pleasant experience or else you're not doing it right. Now, as you start to, as you start to see some of the success and as you start to see, wow, this really works, then, it, then it can start to become a little bit more positive. But at first it's uncomfortable. It hurts. It's hard. And he talked about the frontopolar cortex. He said, this part of your brain up in the front of your brain doesn't light up. He, he said light up because the image on the screen kind of, I mean, it looks like it's lighting up because of the brain activity going on there. But he said that this part of your brain doesn't light up until we can recognize or imagine a really large benefit and say, oh my goodness, that could happen for me. And so your, your brain does not want to go through all the difficulties of a year long strength and conditioning program. It doesn't want to go. It doesn't want to put in all the time. It doesn't want to put in all the work. It doesn't want to be uncomfortable. It doesn't want to grow. It doesn't want to do things that are hard. But when you start to realize, hey, if I did this, this, and this, 
I could achieve these unbelievable results. And now all of a sudden the risk is justified. And now we can imagine what that's going to be like. And we can start to pursue that. But he said that this is a, it's a real sensitive area of the brain is how he described it. Said He said, it has to be reignited over and over or multiple times per day. And so that's why when we're working with athletes and we're doing goal setting, which we're going to touch on in a future podcast episode, yes, we have these long-term goals, but then we're also going to break it up into shorter goals so that we can see success so that we can say, Hey, I achieved this. Maybe I could also achieve this. And we want to have it in front of us and we want to remind ourselves of it. And why are we doing this? And what's the purpose? And yes, I can. And he said, the other big risk here is that Fear and doubt and negativity can shut down this part of the brain. And he said, it's difficult to maintain this. He said, it's, it's gotta be important to you. You've got to have positive self-confidence. Yes, I can do this. You've got to have positive self-talk. You've got to have encouragement from other people. There's got to be short-term success that builds confidence. The the short little bite-sized chunks. I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do this this week. I'm going to do this this month. And he said that there has to be what he called some deservedness. You can't trick yourself. You're not going to be confident in yourself as a player if you don't put in the time and you don't put in the work. It's going to be impossible to be positive and like, yes, I've got this. I know I can make this game winning shot when you haven't put in the time making that shot. When you haven't already done this a thousand times on the practice course or the practice field. And so since this is such a difficult and unnatural process that's hard to maintain and it's easy to shut off. It's important that we have a plan. So if you've got your notebook, this is where we're going to start today. What are the areas where you find yourself being negative? Is it in day-to-day performance? Is it in more of long-term goal setting or achieving or striving to reach your full potential over a long period of time? Where is it that you get negative? Where is it that you get off track? And since we know that it's important to stay positive, for performance, but also for long-term achievement, what are you going to replace that with? What are you going to say to yourself daily? What reminders are you going to put out in front of you so that you can see it, so you can reignite that part of your brain that, yes, I can do this. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult, but it's going to be worth it. Number three, where are some difficulties going to pop up? Where's it going to be hard? Where's it going to be challenged to keep going and come up with a plan? You know, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's directly related to your performance. Hey, when I miss a shot in this basketball game, I'm going to say, I've got this next shot. Or maybe it's, you've got a, a physical goal for trying to lose weight, trying to gain weight, trying to add muscle, trying to add strength, trying to add speed. And when you don't see those results immediately, sometimes it can be challenging. Or when you reach a little bit of a plateau, sometimes it can be challenging. And so having a plan trust the process, keep the faith or something, you know, something like that. Don't just hope that you're going to be positive when that time comes, when things get difficult or when things get challenging, but make your plan and put it to work. Number four, how how are you going to deal with setbacks or handle criticism when, when other people tell you that you're not good enough or when the situation looks like, you know, I've, I've fallen down. I haven't been good enough. What, what's the plan? What are you going to remind yourself of? Is it going to be your why? Is it going to be your go-to statement? Are you going to rephrase it? Are you going to remind yourself to trust the process? What are you going to do? And then number five, 
Who is going to encourage you? Because I'll be honest, to achieve great things and to have large-scale, meaningful change, it's going to be difficult. And it's going to be so much better if you've got somebody in your corner that's helping encourage you, that's helping keep it on the forefront of your brain, who's helping remind you of this is why we're doing it and this is what we're going after. And yes, we can do this. And I know that was difficult, but hop back on and let's get back to work. And I'll be honest, the first time you ask someone like, hey, will you be my accountability partner? It can be a little bit awkward. It can be a little bit strange, but just have a conversation with them and explain, Hey, you know, I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to improve that. Would you mind just kind of checking in on me or, or even telling them, you know, I'm, I, I need some help and I'm giving you permission to call me out. So, you know, I'm trying to stay positive in this, or I'm trying to make this change. If you see me getting off track, you have full permission to tell me, Hey, this isn't good enough. Whether that's like <laughs> drill sergeant type accountability, you need to get back on track. Whether that's the close friend, hey, you got this. I know that you can do it. That, that encouragement piece, get someone or some people or a group of people or your entire team to help you out. If you have any questions, we would love to talk with you more on this topic. Feel free to reach out. You can find our contact info on mentaltrainingplan.com. And you can always reach out on social media, Mental TR Plan. Until next time, don't settle for average. Make your plan and put it to work.